Hello and welcome to the Sports Babble Live on Facebook on a fine Sunday evening. Um, it is finally fine Sunday evening. <laughs> it's fine for us too. Um, our comrade here, Jonathan, didn't have such a fine Sunday, but we'll get you through it. I had a lovely Sunday up the goblins. I did. <laughs> was I seen a seal. Did you see a seal? I did. It was lovely. Oh, I nice. recommend. Nice. Discover in, eh? Look it up. Especially on Arsenal right Sponsor us Discover and I and we'll get Johnny to do loads of YouTube videos for you and, and go around all of them there. Um yeah, well we're not gonna start with the league just yet. We should start with what's just happened at Wembley. Yeah. That's because right. um and, and like me especially I've given the FA Cup a bit of a kick in at times because it's not my favourite competition, thanks to Eric Cantona. Um but uh Watford and Wolves was an absolute outstanding FA Cup semi final. Yep. Between two teams that are really evenly matched. There's, there's only a, a point Separates him in the league, um, and it was a brilliant game. Like for Wolves fans, I'd say that's absolutely demoralising. Yeah, well, it can't be anything but like um, being what thirty seconds away from uh, an FA Cup final against Man City to test yourself on that occasion, um, and then get yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a penalty, like uh, soccer punched by. Oh her, yeah, yeah. Um, Stupidity from Dundonger. Um, Dundonger. <laughs> um, it's just devastating. And from then, it, it was always gonna, it was always gonna go that way. It was always gonna go off its way because you even saw the, just the the Wolves support, absolutely devastated. Ah. Um, and because they had time to think about it, and you know, extra time started again. Watford were, were fired up from the word go uh, on a, an extra time. Um, John, nice to see you. A resident Crystal Palace. <laughs> oh, so it is, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was waving at your dad there for some reason. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, where is it? <laughs> um, yeah, it was like, I, I said for Watford, and we'll talk about how Brent Watford and especially Delaferry when he came on for his cameo, which could go down as the greatest sub performance in a. History? In an FA Cup semi final, certainly in a long time anyway. Um, but Nuno Espirito Santo has got a lot of praises this season and he's probably in running for like manager of the year with what he's done with Wolves and that team and where he's brought them. Cause you have to remember five years ago I think they were in the league, what is league one now maybe? Um, but he made a really strange decisions today by taking off Neves um, who was playing so well and I think Jota as well mm. and he brought on defender and there was still a lot of time to go in the game to sort of try and shut it down and I know from my own uh, personal experience is well, sometimes Klopp will do this where he'll bring a defender and we're winning and I'm just like instantly that gives you the team they're looking at it going we're just shutting up shop because you know we're going to attack you gives them a chance what did you make of that from Spirit of Santa today Johnny like not really going for it and trying to s- I know they're turning up but he should have probably tried to hammer it home even more I probably just thought the game was over like to be honest when I came to 10 minutes ago I thought it was over mm. yes, I couldn't see Watford really score and then they started to pick up and Delphi scored that absolute that's a beautiful goal. It? it was class, uh, but yeah, he probably was just trying to, you know, hold out to the end, which didn't work. No, obviously. it's completely backfired on him. I think he just obviously the thought of being ten minutes away at the FA Cup final, and he just kind of cacked himself instead of doing what he normally does, going on killing off games. Tube. <laughs> I think one. the Jada one, it, it was sort of fair enough because he run himself into the actual ground, like, yeah. and he was bit out the gates, like. Um, so he needed replaced. Um, but Neves, but Neves, one of your, one of your yeah, best players yeah. of the season, taking him off was. Oh, what the hell? In your biggest game of the season, you know, 
arguably their biggest game in years, like, um, and he takes off their most creative player. That's not good, like. No, it's not a good idea. And you saw what it did, like it, it did bring Watford onto them. And once you, you know, you know how it is. And again, once you have a few chances, um, and the crowd starts getting behind you, walls drop further and further back, and there's always going to be that one moment where um, they can make a difference. And it was a penalty. Oh, definitely penalty. The right man as well for the job. Yeah, and if you look at it again, it was before you came over the night, I was watching on BT Sports coverage and they were showing a slow motion of it and Troy Dean, he's almost like he blesses himself. He's like praying to himself. Right, right, Troy. And then he almost kills John Raleigh with the penalty. And that's the hardest penalty hit I've ever seen in my life. That's Absolutely he smashed it. Yeah, 100%. There's no, Roddy had even got his hand on that his hand was coming off. Yeah. So it was brilliant. I wish Aubameyang done that against Spurs. Like, that's the way they take a bloody... You've seen none of this bullshit just running up real... Like, not even taking a full run-up and then just trying to top it in, trying to make a dick out of the keeper. Just smashed it in like Troy did the day. We were actually talking about that um, after he smashed it in. Like, if you had that opportunity uh, in, in such a big game, what way would you hit a penalty? Like... I don't think I would smash it. I would be afraid of smashing it over. Or smashing I would. It wide. I would just smash it and hope it stays in. Would you? I would have it low and hard. Like. There's a keeper in the Irish league, and I don't want to mention. Yeah, he probably won't be watching or listening anyway. But I don't want to mention his name in case someone comes up against him. Nope, not saying. I'll mention um, But he was telling him. me. No, no, no. Just in case he comes up against someone, and he was telling me before that. Um, as it's a Roy keeper, Cohen. no, it is right, Carl. <laughs> I don't think me and him would get on to it. He was um, saying that. When he's facing an opponent, uh, he and he recommended to the players he was playing with that the best way to hit a penalty or put a penalty is high and right down the middle. Really high, like uh, as high as you can possibly go with it and right down the middle. <laughs> you need stones to take a penalty. But he's, that's, he says no goalkeeper's going to stand there and stand right down the middle and put their hands in the air as if right, just going to smash it straight at me. They're always going to move. He just says as hard as you can, hit it and right down the middle. Yeah. Do you remember from Burnley a few years ago? Was it Alexander or something? He took their penalties and he just... Graham Alexander? Yeah, but he, he just came straight to the ball, but he could hit it either direction. Yeah. Nobody knew he was ever going to hit it. There was a young fellow for Chelsea's uh, youth yeah. team. Took, uh, Mark someone, can't remember. Mark Gehi, maybe? Not even was. a step. Remember Hasselbank? Used to take the one step and then, but he used to bury it because he's yeah, not a reef. Absolutely, Texas penalties like that too. Yeah. yeah, we were trying it in training. It's very difficult. It actually. is very difficult. Yeah. Like it's deadly. Like I don't know what would you hit your penalty, John? If you had a penalty for Arsenal, I'm not allowed to take penalties. No, but if you were, <laughs> he's a right back. If you were allowed to take penalties, <laughs> I have taken one penalty ever in a match, like a proper match, and had a wait. I tried to do an out of on right into the bottom corner, but I went the other way and passed the post. I was like. But oh! if, if you were playing for Arsenal semi-final FA Cup and it was up to you to hit that penalty, what would you do? Who's it against? Doesn't and matter. It, like, and it doesn't matter. You're going to say Spurs. Well, well Spurs, I, I just smashed you at the keeper's face and then it go down and go in anyway. But yeah, I just smash it. Yeah, I think I would just smash it. Would you try and place it? Yeah, low and hard across the keeper. If you're not, if you're not a normal penalty taker, just smash it. Mm. That's off to your roof. I remember, um, and we're digressing a bit here, but I remember Liverpool playing Birmingham. In the League Cup final at um, I think well, it was the Worthington Cup finals then at um, at Cardiff, and we got the penalty shootout obviously, and next <laughs> Jamie Carragher's coming walking up towards it, and I was just like, I even remember this. And it's two thousand and one, so what is about eleven or twelve? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't, no, no. What do you do? Put it, curl it right in the top corner. Mm. I was like, the, what? Defend, defend, some defenders can surprise you. Like. Yeah. 
I wouldn't. I Actually, wouldn't, Cole was great penalty time. Yeah. And Very good no. fullback as well. See, both fullback. Both fullbacks. It's kind of it's my mentality. Like, uh, and Troy Deeney well. certainly had it. Yeah. It's funny because five I ever trying to remember who it was. He said doesn't have the cojones. Yeah, it was Arsenal, wasn't it? Away, it was like and then Arsenal. Ian Dennis is like, "Well, we're going to see now about Troy Deeney," and then he steps up and absolutely buries it. Like, do you think? Um, think Watford can beat Manchester City? Well, I know that straight after the game he was being interviewed on BT and he said one of his first comments was, well, at least the atmosphere was better in here than it was yesterday. So he's trying to get under Man City skin already, which is great to see. Like, you know, that's what you want, like a bit of bite. Like, Don't want um, them getting a cut dribble easy. No. Uh, but obviously the odds are stacked massively against them. Um, but maybe, you know, if the crowd get behind them and um, they get an early goal or something, they can hang on. I can't see it, like, but... I'm hoping for it. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good final. Troy Deeney up against Ola Mendy is. I think that's delightful. I think you said earlier. You hit the nail on the head. Wolves will give them a better game. Yeah, yeah. I said on the way over. Wolves are suited to you know play against Man City in a way that Man City will come on them and they're kind early. Yeah. Um, but then we were all that. That's going on what Wolves have done this year in league form and then against the FA Cup against Liverpool and Manchester United but then on their biggest stage Wills froze mm. it's got two great two good goals two really good goals, yeah, like, goals um, yeah. and Doherty's header was class his movement was brilliant but they scored from two set pieces which we're not really used to from Wills they weren't like Watford were the better team yeah, in my oh, opinion yeah, yeah. like I know they went 2-0 in 62 minutes and, everyone, and it looked like they were down and out but they were a much better team Andre Gray had a couple of brilliant chances really Yeah. Um, and he missed but he kept going for, for Watford and that's kind of why I'm sort of like I was the same opinion of you and then today after watching that obviously Watford have gone through but just the way that both teams played on a massive occasion Watford rose to it more and I think that's probably why I think looking at it now if you look at it again with that in hindsight you'd say well probably Watford would be better suited because they seem to be able to put themselves up for it Wolves sort of froze a wee bit yeah I know what you mean it'll be Watford obviously they need you know need to keep everyone fit they, they kind of need everything to go their way but also, they need. I just don't know what way they're going to approach it because Man City are going to have most of the ball, and Deeney himself. I know he can hold the ball up and he can win free kicks out of the pitch, but he's he's not quick at all. Like no, they're not set up to counter attack really, Watford. So they'll have to think about that. Delafair will definitely have to start. I think. Um, he, as you said earlier, he was magical when he came on, and he's got Paisley. Yeah. The little man, the wee man, Troy Deeney was calling him. Yeah, and obviously Andre Gray's got pace about him, but um, they'll need to think of something special. Javi Gracia was saying, um, it must have been during the week, that he reckons his two midfielders of Decore and Capoue's the best midfield in the league. He says the best midfield partnership in the league. And obviously he has to big up his team, but they're not a bad midfield partnership. Really I, I think that they can get up Man City physically. That way, but you're right. It's like I'm Man City will love that because they'll be able to showcase how good a football footballers they are. But Kyle Walker was injured yesterday. Yeah, Sinchenko's injured. Aguero. Um, Aguero, I think he'll be okay coming in. But in the run up to it now, that Man City have a couple of big games come up as well. Like their season could. Well, I'm obviously hoping as a Liverpool fan, but it could start to take a bit of a turn the wrong way. And they brought on Mendy. Um, only uh, two fit fullbacks, I think. Him yeah, and but, but they spent one hundred and fifty million on these fullbacks, yeah. and now they're getting used to them. But Mendy and Danilo, Mendy's good going forward, but you would fancy your chances against them, wouldn't you? Like if you'd, mm-hmm. uh, I think certainly um, Spurs well, playing. Mendy is a good, good fullback. He's just 
hadn't had a lot of football this season. A couple of times, Knockhart got at him though. You know, big late on If um, if the likes of Death Hair or, or Greg go at him, he, he, he's a wee bit. His hair can go at sometimes. I think, Mandy. I, I I don't rate him as much as everyone else does. He's a absolute moon cat, isn't he? Yeah. Like? Oh, he's a, he's a people call him a character. He's a complete idiot. Like, um, a lovable rogue, maybe you'd call him, sort of a way. I do I do think this week in the Spurs game in the Champions League. Alexis Son and Lucas Mora, whoever's out there, will will give him a, a torrid time. Like a, a, he he had a brilliant season in Monaco, and he is very physical and he's very fast, good good footballer. Like, but I think that can be a weakness now for Man City for people to exploit because Kyle Walker has been brilliant for them at times this season. Mm-hmm. What about Kyle Walker? What what type of injuries he got? There hasn't been much talk about it. Yeah, I know he just he just went off early, and there wasn't really much. If anybody's watching the night and has heard anything or seen anything, I wasn't paying too much attention to the day. I just know he was taken off, and it it looked like he could be out for a wee while. Not a not a season in there, whatever, with only five weeks left. Um, but yeah, the FA Cup final is something to look forward to. With the three of us will definitely be back in uh, Watford. Apologies. I think the yeah, majority of people will be. Yeah. Apologies, Man City fans. Um, we'll start with the league action. and We'll well, we're going to start on Friday night, if that's okay with both of you, because I had a decent night on Friday night. No bother, fellas, no bother. <laughs> and then we're coming straight to you, Jonathan. We'll leave uh, enough time, don't worry. Heart Attack FC, uh, Merseyside Reds, we're at it again, lads. What do you mean? Do you mean referee FC? No, uh, what was the referee decision? Salah not like a male offside. No, him. he was a nose hurt offside, and then VAR actually said they wouldn't have ruled it offside because so that had two chances to clear the ball. Okay. But what about Kaida's penalty? Should that have been a penalty? I didn't see the game. Oh, there you are. Uh, oh, that, old, that old chestnut. Did you see the Everton Arsenal game? At, at the sun? No, no, okay. Because, uh, Convenient. No TV or just put their prices up and they'll do one. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Heart Attack FC were at it again. Yeah. Went 1-0 down and that goal hasn't really been talked about because Liverpool got themselves back into it and went on to get a, a massive result and win the game. But that was a horrendous goal to concede. It was a bit of a mess up. Uh, from Van Dijk, which we don't, you haven't seen all season. Joel Matip, which, you know, we're, well, we expect that. And then Gino Wijnaldum, for whatever reason, just lets the midfield runner just go You're silly. a man. You're a hero. Genie. You love that guy. They do love him, like, but he looked like he was running with um, sandbags in his trunks. Um, um, I don't know. I don't know if it was, it was just completely busted um, on Friday night. He just he was way off the pace, but it was a horrible goal to concede. Of course, it was Shane Long scored. Yeah. hasn't scored in nine thousand no. minutes or something daft. Well, more geez. even. And I rather Shane Long scoring this than bloody Phil Jaggy. We'll, we'll get there. You'll get your moment. We Phil Jaggy, I'll get there. Not bad. Um, yeah, the ball's off to him. It's a horrible, horrible um, play from Liverpool. Gino and Adam, let's run it come through, uh, who flicks it on in. I think it was um, Heuberg, who flicks it, gets above Matip, who flicks it. Matip and Van Dijk are standing in different postcodes. I mean, if that happens yeah. to Sandy Hill on a Saturday afternoon, you're going to be shouting at each yeah, other. Someone's in trouble. Someone's in big trouble. And then Van Dijk's caught well out by the header, and Shane Long tucks on brilliantly. It's a really good finish, like, yeah. which Arna fans will be delighted to see. Uh, good touch, uh, you know, to keep it close to him, and then... Great finish. Um, Brilliant finish. Especially for someone who hasn't scored in a while because you know how much confidence can play a part in that. Yeah. Um, he could have blasted that over or anything. But you just see Van Dyke, he knows he's in the wrong position and he's like, oh shit. Like, he's like, where are you, Joel? Yeah, there's something happening behind me here and I can't do anything about it. Joel's standing in with the other fans, waving back at him, watching the game like an absolute tube. Um, and then for the, for the first 20, 25 minutes, it happened we're all over Liverpool. 
much better side. It looked like they're the ones that were up for it. Liverpool looked like they were starting to freeze. Like they were thinking, oh no, we're in trouble here. And it was as a fan watching it, you were thinking, oh no, not this again. And then Liverpool just gradually got themselves back into it. And yeah, Salah's goal, um, where he was and a smidgen offside at hundred percent. Lengthman doesn't see it. Balls played in, played back cross. I think it's two or three times I have a chance to clear it. Falls to Kaita, uh, or brilliant cross from the, um, Arnold. And Kaita heads it home. And then Liverpool started to turn the game. But when he came out in the second half, it was the same thing again. Like it was Liverpool were in reverse. Um, Bertram was brilliant, I thought, for Southampton. Southampton were good. Like, yeah. Southampton, like, I think if you take the league table from when Hasenhutl took over, They'd be in the top half or something. Yeah, uh, top six maybe. Yeah, it, it's it's a ridiculous fact. Um, so it probably you know <laughs> didn't come as that much of a surprise as it happened performance. Um, and obviously with that added like added pressure on Liverpool now coming into the last five or six games, it was always going to be a tough fixture. Like, but they got there in the end, like which is something they have not done in previous seasons. Yeah, and it was for for not for once, but like for the first time in a while, Jurgen Klopp's substitutions have come to his rescue and I've really helped him out. Like and this has happened with Liverpool this season. Like Shakiri against Manchester United, Origi against Everton. He's made subs that have come on and they've made big impacts in games. But in all the games he's made the wrong subs or you've been waiting on him making subs for too long and it can get frustrating. I don't know if managers have done that with you Rath when he tells you to be wild for that at Liverpool. You'd be screaming for a sub to come on, he wouldn't make him till like five minutes to go. But Klopp brought Sorry, on hello. <laughs> Klopp brought on um Henderson and Milner and the two lads clearly had a point to prove because they were dropped from the game especially Henderson he was I had to give him a man of the match even though he was only on for half an hour he made such a difference he replaced Genie. you were saying Genie, I've been bigging up all week when you play a midfield three and sometimes in Liverpool they play mid- midfield three where everyone rotates mm-hmm. there's not one designated mm-hmm. uh, sitting midfielder what with Fabinho there is because that's his natural position I prefer that yeah, I think I would as well. It's worked with Liverpool when Fabinho's not in there and it's someone else because the three of them float around. But when Alden wasn't getting it to get across to help Trent Alexander-Arnold and he was getting tortured all game by the right-hand side, Miller came in, showing that up, and Henderson came in beside him and he just gave Liverpool an energy that they hadn't got. Sets up Salah's goal, which was massive for us and Salah, and then scores the goal that wins it in the end. So a, a massive win for Liverpool. How do you think that'll... People talking about it, this could be the result that when Liverpool look back on it, it might have been the one that pushed in towards the league do you think it was that big or do you think it's just another one check it in and, and go on again no it's massive like Masala scoring again even last week with his um, the assist or whatever the hell you want to call that he got against Spurs do you know him scoring goals again that's massive for Liverpool because that can really push them on now and with City with all their injuries you just never know. With Mane scoring, Salah scoring, just Firmino needs to get the finger out and he starts scoring again. But yeah, that's the, for Liverpool fans. I don't like you were saying they're oh not the same old Liverpool. You know, don't be happening again. I don't think that is the case anymore with Liverpool. It's and as soon as I said that to you, I was thinking no, I shouldn't have said it because we just keep finding results. Yeah. And like two thousand thirteen fourteen, we wouldn't have, and we didn't. And this team just seems to keep grinding out results, keep getting there. And then even like that half, that last half an hour was us back to being our breast on the club. We were, pens had happened in, we didn't give them a sniff. I hope it's a, a changing momentum for us and it kicks us on. But then City have a game in hand, but it just felt absolutely humongous. They have to like, win that game in hand though. They do have to and win that against game. United. It is, and the tough, tough couple of games too when you look at it, especially as you said with the injuries. And the Champions League against Spurs um, is a tougher game than Liverpool have. 
Um, well, on paper, anyway. Um, uh, the only thing is Liverpool have to play Chelsea next week. Yeah. And if they if they win that game, that'll that'll be. Come on, the Reds! Come on, the Reds! Get into them. <laughs> um, if they don't win that game, I'll never speak to you again, and, and I'll be quickly divorcing your sister. We're considering um, doing a watch along live. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we should. That'd I think fantastic there's going to be a <laughs> there's going to be an interesting um, subplot in this game for Jordan Henderson because Brendan Rodgers said that the year that um, you beat us. Uh, Demba Ban and and uh, the slip offs and then William was he the one that scored? Yeah. Um, Henderson was missing because the weekend before that he got sent off um, against Man City. Right. And he was so important to Liverpool's press under Brendan Rodgers. He was because Jared had no legs and Henderson doing all the running for Clearly him. Clearly he slipped. Too. Yeah, he slipped. He fell over and he was pushing everyone and he was and he was so pivotal to Liverpool that season. And now it's come down to oh look what's happened again. <laughs> We're in a title hunt with Manchester City. And we happen to play Chelsea once again in April. Yeah. Um, and he'll be wanting to play. And barring an injury, which I hope he doesn't get on Tuesday night against Porto, he will be playing and he will start because Klopp absolutely loves him. To be fair, it's different. It's a different Liverpool team though, isn't it? It is. Though, it's so, definitely like a, a whole, different Chelsea team. Too. The whole Spain to that Liverpool team is... It's all different, isn't it, really? The only one there is Henderson, yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know if that really will play on their mind, will it? Not, it'll not play on the players' minds. It'll play on the fans' minds. 100% that's all we'll be thinking about is Sunday. We'll play, we'll play uh, Porto on Tuesday night and Big Dave's going to it and stuff, but all, all he's even thinking about as well is, is Sunday at 4 o'clock against Chelsea because it's massive. Like It's a massive game there. Chelsea's, you know, we're in the hunt for top four, which we're going to talk about because none of you seem to want to get top four. And then Liverpool are obviously going for that title that they so desperately want and need, and not just them, me. Um, so yeah, it's going to be humongous, and we'll we'll talk about that in our preview show, uh, during the week. But yeah. please, think, please don't do it again, this Brenton. Like I'm your big brother, no, don't do, do this to me. Like don't do it. Don't do just, it. Just just <laughs> I think um, <laughs> Chelsea do. I mean, they they're playing the Europa League um, on Thursday night as well. Um, so Liverpool have two days bounce on them. Um, and we're at home and then yeah they have to travel up to Liverpool from London so um, are you sure away this weekend mm, yeah and we're at home and against Porto yeah so I mean at all points that Liverpool win um, not at all Brent. but you never know what happened you know depending on who plays during the week who doesn't play during the week um, and who's rested etc think sorry I'll rest people yeah I do um, I think who's playing again Slavia, Slavia Prague. Prague or Sparta Prague? Ed, you were about the, to lose yourselves. Yeah, yeah, they uh, <laughs> tagged the wrong, um, the wrong team. I yeah, think on Slavia Prague, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, I think they had it on the website as well as they the did. official <laughs> picture. <laughs> like, picture. <laughs> Tickets um, for this game. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he made it rest hazard. To be honest. Um, Hopefully on Sunday. No, for Liverpool, um, because he knows the damage that he can do to Liverpool. Um, he's got a good record against them. Does. Um, uh, but that's a massive game. Like it, it's always a massive game, but it just is even bigger now this time because no of, of what rides on it. Um, but I mean, I was saying like Chelsea, if they win tomorrow night, play West Ham, difficult game. They go into third, like, um, from being sixth last week. So that just shows you how tight that is there. And that is a very nice segue. Uh, into what we're going to talk about next the race for top four yeah. and the team that we're playing this weekend the only team that we're but I used to are going for it like what the hell is going on with the top four teams 
Anytime one of you seems to be able to get a march on the other three, you get stung by someone or something happens. It's like none of you want to get top four. Because Arsenal, that was such a... That's a, a really shite result. I, think I know you think games. that it's a different. That's a difficult. That, that was they're all difficult games. That was a difficult game today away at Goodison Park. Don't get me wrong, but the result is is shite because a win there could have not give you. You wouldn't have been guaranteed, obviously, but it would have give you a bit of a breathing space. Like from the the teams we have to play away from home are all in the top half of the. Day. And they're all finding form. Everton, Watford, Leicester, Wolves. <laughs> oh my goodness. Burnley. <laughs> I think Burnley are safe now, maybe. I think what, 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 what kind of helps Arsenal is that Chelsea play United as well. Yes, but Arsenal are shit. I'll head from home. <laughs> <laughs> but and Chelsea have a difficult run in too. Like, um, obviously, play Liverpool, play United, and they have to play Leicester away from home uh, in the last game of the season, which I think it'll probably come down to um, because it's so tight and it has been for like six weeks or something now. There's been like three points between sixth and third. Um, but that was an opportunity for Arsenal today, like, and yeah, I was talking to John on the way over. Like, I didn't understand some of the, some of the tactics, some of the personnel used. We're gonna let Johnny talk us through it now because I'm aware as well. I've talked a lot in tonight's show, and I'm supposed to be hosting it. But well, go for it, Johnny. Let it go. I did call it on Thursday. I you did. did. I did you say it because you just you just have that feeling with Arsenal. You just just knew we weren't gonna win, and when I seen the lineup, I was. Just about to walk out onto the cliffs up, up north coast. And I seen the lineup and I seen El Nene. I was like, that boy started five games all season across all competitions. And Aaron Ramsey's on the bench and Dennis Suarez is on the bench. It's just ridiculous. Abamiang's on the bench. Why? Start him. Start him and Lagazette and do the damage and then take them off. Like even Ozo threw his damn coat at friggin' Everton's manager the other day, which, good on you. Like I would have done it too. It's just it's ridiculous. Like this is the thing. Emery does so well, and then he just goes and pisses all up the wall again by picking the wrong teams. And people have been saying online, trying to get all their friggin' likes and retweets on Twitter, saying, "Oh, don't blame the manager. It wasn't the team. It was the players." Nah, sorry, you picked the wrong team. Like, why the fuck are you starting an NA away from home at Everton? What I don't understand is when there's there's only a few games left. Why is he resting? Play like these are professional footballers, like who who are used to playing. Two games a week, like at least. Um, Who wants to be in this? Yeah, that, yeah these are the games chase. they want to be involved yeah. in. That. Yeah. You know, that's why you come to the Premier League, Aubameyang. You know, Lacazette, etc. Aaron Ramsey wants to play every last minute of his Arsenal career. Yeah, like that, he wants that, to that's be. That's what Brandon was saying. Yeah. We were on the way. He's like, just run him into the bloody ground. Like he's not our. He's not our problem next season. I couldn't care if he tours his SCL in the last game of the season. Yeah, he's not going to be there next year. As bad as that sounds, like. You don't mean that. Like I don't. I don't want our Arsenal. Him, but like, we want our best players on the pitch. What the hell's the point having them on the bench? Mm. It just didn't make any sense. And then people are saying the players let them down. And yes, the players did let them down. I've only seen bits and pieces of the game because obviously I was away. But from the player ratings that I've seen, from what I've read about it, none of the players can really hold their head up high, maybe except for Bert Leno, who maybe had a decent game, but everybody else was terrible. Terrible. And this is a team. He should have been sent off as well. Do you see that? No, the still image of his challenge? Shocking. Halfway up there. It's not a great tackle at all. Like. But then, then Socrates is now banned for, I think it's two games, we're saying, because he's got his 10th yellow card of the season. Mm. And then we have... I think Torreira is coming back for the next game, but and Xhaka is still out. And to be fair, to him, he's actually improved a lot this year. And I, Xhaka would have been on the same level as the Staffy for me at the start of the season. Like that's how much I did not rate him, but he has. He's definitely better. 
but you know, people like El Nene and Mustafi, and there's plenty of other boys in that team need to go in the summer. It's ridiculous. They shouldn't even be playing for Arsenal Football Club. They're nowhere near good enough. It's a. It, this is a massive kick in the stones for Arsenal. This result. It, it is. But this this is what like we were saying last Monday. Arsenal were in third, and you know Spurs bottling it again, getting beat the week before, and yet getting beat on Tuesday. But it just shows how quickly this top four race is changing every single weekend. And that's the thing, Arsenal are always playing after. So like now Arsenal are on their same number of games as Spurs, Chelsea and United. But we're still we're still in fourth, but by I think it's three or four goal difference. Mm. But I'd still rather be two points ahead with better goal difference. It's just Arsenal to shit themselves when they get in that decent position. And it's not been this year, this has been for the last ten years or so or more. Since the Invincibles broke up, Arsenal shit themselves when they get any any decent position in any league or any sort of competition that is worthwhile. Screw the FA Cup. I can't give a shit about it anymore. Like, we are, we are a massive club. We need to be bringing challenging for the league again. Like, and obviously, we weren't going to do that this year. But if we don't sort it in the way of format, how the hell are you even going to be anywhere near a challenge for the league in the next two or three years? Because the points tally that, and we talked about this on Thursday night, I think, that Emery has accumulated. And if he could just turn some of those stupid away results into wins, Arsenal would be right in the mix. One, one away win... Aye. Since December in the league, that's, two, that's, that's horrific. Huddersfield two one and we just scraped it. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. And the we only game. had two away wins all together since December, and the other one was Blackpool in the FA Cup. It's not good enough. Like. No, it's it's shocking. Like the home, the away record last season was horrendous. We didn't win away from home for ages until the last game of the season. It's just horrendous. And when you have that in your head, you're going out onto the pitch at an away ground, and you know. Don't get me wrong, Everton have come off some really good results, beating Chelsea like, and beat West Ham, really good game. Um, and these Premier League grounds are not easy to go to, like when you have that in your head already. Yeah, especially um, not that one. Yeah. Um, looking forward to going there and seeing them beat United too. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, Everton have a right uh, say in this top four challenge. Mm-hmm. That's, I said it to you on Thursday, you know, it's not... If Arsenal lost the game, which they did today, it's the whole mentality thing which goes on. Because now they're thinking, shit, we're going to Watford, we're going to Wolves, we're going to Leicester. And they're thinking, these are, on this season, Everton are a hard team to play in the normal state of the season. Like any other normal year, they're, they're hard to play. But this year, they haven't been great. Obviously, they've had a few good results recently, but, you know, that's the type of game we thought today would be maybe the easier of the away games. Considering Brenton Rodgers is playing, doing well for Leicester, Wolves are Wolves, and Watford are showed you what they can do today. And they won't be slacking Watford. No. Not every single player in that dressing room is going to want to play in that final. You heard what Troy Deeney said during the Exactly. Yeah. And Wolves, it, it really depends on how we Wolves react to getting beat today. Like, is that just going to be them shit our season's over now? Like, what's the point playing anymore? But like, I, I'm not, I think me and Brad were talking about it, I'm not sure. Does this guarantee Watford a Europa League spot now? Or does that go to the next spot in the league? No, no. Um, they have to win the FA Cup to get a Europa League spot. But City are going to be in the Champions League. They're not going to let... It's 7th place, is it? 7th place will get a uh, Europa League. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the UEFA, I don't think, are going to let um, so many English teams back into the game, or teams from the same country back into Because you could end up having 5 English teams in the Europa League. Uh, potentially, you could end up having 5 in the Champions League if Manchester United were to win it and come out of the top four. Mm. Uh, I think that's the way it would go, so it would be too many. So I, I think there's a restriction. It's different now, Restriction or whatever. And um, who did they beat in the League Cup semi-final? Or semi-final? It was you, Chelsea, wasn't it, in the League Cup final? 
Who? Silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, uh, well, if Chelsea, I think Chelsea may be given that Europa League spot, but they're going to finish in the league anyway, so it's, it's a complicated one. I don't think they're guaranteed it, so they still have to go for it in the league. Uh, Shit. And he knows, and Troy <laughs> but Troy Deeney said, even said himself, like, we're, uh, every player in the dressing room is going to want to be playing in that final, so they're all going to be busting themselves, there's going to be no slacking. Maybe the last game of the season... There might be a bit of right, lads. Just just take it a little bit easier. Nobody wants to get injured. Fair enough, but up until then, no, they're going to be absolutely busting. His interview sure. was was brilliant during the week. I don't know if anybody heard it. I have a lot of time for Trudy. I really like him. He just kind of spoke the truth. I think it was um, I can't remember the name, guy's name of Talksport, but he interviewed him and said for a team like Watford, he goes, "What do you mean like a team like Watford? Like we're a Premier League team and all this here. Like everything he said was very very good. And he just it was very refreshing because normally you see players have you know." lines they're going to say are the same crap but he actually just spoke to him like they're just having a conversation and it was brilliant it was yeah. really really good he's not media trained like like a lot of them are like yeah who just have like go-to things that they say um but i think arsenal's next game is watford isn't it monday night mm. yeah again after everybody else so and then with napoli of course Whew. on thursday it's a way to watford is it yeah watford away oh, we have, we have goodness Cr- we have crystal palace at home as well like let's not forget like you know palace won't be easy to beat what do you make of though like as you as well, Brendan. If I think to, like this weekend, if Chelsea playing in the league as well, I think sorry would have rested a few players. I think both of these. I know you're saying rest for Liverpool game, fair enough. But yeah. I think sorry and Emery both have their eyes on Europa League. Well, it's obviously there are only chance for a trophy now. Like. What 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 would you both prefer to do? Um, I to be honest, I really don't give a shit as long as we get into the Champions League. Yeah, you obviously you want to, you prefer to win the Europa League, um, because yeah, trophy. And yeah, you get Champions the best, and you get Champions League. So, like, it would be stupid to just say top four because you only get Champions League football. Like. I think, I think for Arsenal in their situation, you know, if it's if the rumors are true that if we don't get Champions League football, we're not going to get the money to bring in players. I think, I don't think I really mind as long as we get Champions League football because we just need that. We need to improve this squad. The Chelsea obviously have the transfer ban, but you know they do have a Brambush there, and I know he's not investing the same money, but at the same time. You know, they have a great youth team coming through, and if they wanted to, if oh, sorry, he's not going to be there. Let's be honest, but they're going to get a better manager in, and that manager wants back, and I'm sure Brambush will give it to him if he trusts him. So we're self sustainable. Quite obviously, we don't go out and spend big wages on players normally, but we kind of had to get get with it, and that's Champions League football because the big money is in Champions League. I think if you win the Europa League, you don't even get that much dough from it either, do you? I don't know, but you'll probably get more dough from finishing top four, like yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah, Europa League will brilliant because obviously we have not won a real significant European trophy before. And Arsenal need to start winning things, bar the FA Cup. <laughs> I think Europa League is a brilliant tournament. And we've said it before, like the group stages and when you're in it and when your mates' teams are in, and we sound really privileged here because your mates' teams are in the Champions League. Like we've all people that watch this and their teams are in League One and League Two or whatever. But um, you're like ah for goodness sake like why can we not be back in that but when you get to the stages you're at now quarterfinals and semi-finals it's a brilliant competition and to win it is unbelievable I really do wish we'd have beat Sevilla that night still mm. I'm a wee bit annoyed about that that we didn't um, it was in Emory of course that, yeah. that beat us but the fact you can get into the Champions League now through it just makes it that bit more you know people want to do well in it now yeah. because before it was you know, people were probably focused more on the league because you can't get into the Champions League I think now the next step forward is to take it off Thursday nights 
Yeah, it um, is a bit grim. They need to change that music as well. <laughs> it is horrible. Oh, Thursday nights in the music. Yeah, it's they're horrible. on a par with each other. Yeah, the music is like... Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. It's, it's like absolutely terrible. Two-star European hotel. You're type. sitting there and there's guys that are, you know... <laughs> watching Champions League and just like that buzz that Champions League music and then it's da 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 you're like Christ kill me because when you're at the ground and the Champions League music comes on you're like ah this is like yay and you see them European fans going boogaloo over in the corner but Europe they still go metal in the Europa League yeah, too yeah, but yeah. you know it's just uh, it's crap it is crap and I want out of it I am sick of it already we will do it in a two years it is awful <laughs> awful competition <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a shit. It is terrible. And I know all these other stupid teams like Burnley. You just don't know how good you have it. No, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, but we're a big club. You're just some shit team up north. So shut up. Ah, I had to say something at some point. So, 11 there. <laughs> um, yeah, well, big, there's obviously a big week of fixtures this week in yeah, European football, which all three of our teams are involved in. And then obviously there's the weekend fixtures where me and Brenton might never talk again. Um, self-imposed by me tell you what if you just want to see a fan cam comment if you want Branton and Philip on a fan cam and me just in the corner going whoop every time somebody slips say oh dear say. Um, if you're listening to the show obviously in the podcast uh, get us on your 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 apps I've tried to put it on iTunes I think it is there but if you can't get it on iTunes it'll be on SoundCloud and if you have Android you'll get it on Podcast Addict which I use for my <coughs> podcast it's brilliant uh, and if you're watching the show obviously tonight on Facebook just hit it a wee share and show all your tell all your mates as well folks uh, thanks for watching Brenton thanks for joining us no as always and Johnny thanks for joining us and I hope you feel better after it was that very very hard to come on tonight it was very difficult but you know alright there's bigger things in life the <laughs> goblins discover Anna <laughs> <laughs> folks see you Thursday night when me and Johnny do the preview show good luck <laughs>